0: Hi I'm Ken. And I'm Dee. And, and I'm Tara. this is our special oh, <laughs> <laughs> And this is Tara. I'll start that <laughs> over. This <is> Hi. <laughs> Tara is here as our special guest for our audio presentation of Varney the Vampire or the Peace of Blood.
1: Hi guys it's
0: me. Tara are you excited for Varney?
1: Oh I'm elated. It's like my number one like novel that I'm in taking at this point in my life which I look forward <laughs> to every chapter with like absolute you know pins and needles I basically have turned into whatever Victorian audience was was following this week to week or month to month what was the delay on this
0: week to week so we okay. are pretty much giving it in the way it was originally published oh, wow this
2: is the OG experience
0: We're given the authentic Victorian experience, which I was about to say, except it's an audio format, but in the 1840s, public education hadn't quite made for like universal reading ability. So it would be just like one person buying it and reading it aloud to their friends every week. So we've done it. We've become Victorians. Congrats, everyone. Oh, thank God.
1: We're going to do better this time. Take two.
0: So we will be reading this Eye of Aragon style, so we each read for as long as we can without fucking up or cracking up, and when we inevitably do, it passes on to the next reader. Excellent. And commentary from the audience is strongly encouraged.
2: Okay. And fucking up, is this is turbo mode for that, because the length of the sentences inspire <laughs> a human to hiccup while reading.
0: It's... It's really an obstacle course.
1: Yeah, and I have not read things aloud in so long. I think the last time I, I took an art class in college once where we would just like read aloud from various books on like mandalas and stuff while we were drawing. Oh, wow. That's probably the last time I've read things aloud. So get ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I will start us off with chapter 15, the old admiral and his servant, the communication from the landlord of the Nelson's Arms. While those matters of most grave and serious import were going on at the hall, while each day, and almost each hour in each day, was producing more and more conclusive evidence upon a matter which at first had seemed too monstrous to be at all credited, it may well be <laughs> supposed what a wonderful <laughs> sensation was produced among the gossipmongers of the neighborhood by the exaggerated reports that had reached them. Wow, what an opening. <laughs> opening with a 72-word sentence. We are, we are off to a rip-roaring start. A strong open. The servants, who had left the hall on no other account, as they declared, but sheer fright at the awful visits of the vampire, spread the news far and wide so that in the adjoining villages and market towns, the vampire of Bannerworth Hall had become quite a staple article of conversation. Such a positive godsend for the lovers of the Marvelous had not appeared in the countryside within the memory of that sapient individual, the oldest inhabitant.
2: Well, I thought the oldest inhabitant was the vampire.
0: Oh, Oh I love
1: that. It's like everyone's so excited because they love marvelous things and finally, finally they have a vampire to talk about.
2: <laughs> I'm so finally. glad that the banner words are being killed by a
0: vampire. This is so Listen, interesting. <laughs> I would be among that number Absolutely. if I'm truly brutally honest.
1: Especially like even more now. It's like any kind of gossip that you can get is just like the greatest. So I can only imagine when you're like a Victorian can't travel. <laughs>
2: I would be pretty excited if I found out my vampires were being killed by vampires.
1: Yes,
0: also that. Ooh, the metaphor. If you found out your vampires were being killed by vampires? Oh, I yeah. thought you said landlords,
1: right? <laughs> like the landlords are the vampires, right?
2: Um,
0: <laughs>
1: well,
2: I, I meant na- did I, neighbors. It's I, commentary. I, like, <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, I don't have landlords. <laughs> <laughs> Check your landlord privilege. Mm. Unfollow me. I am the landlord. (laughs) Ah! The vampire's inside the house. (laughs) And moreover, there was one thing which staggered some people of better education and maturer judgments, and that was that the more they took pains to inquire into the matter in order, if possible, to put an end to what they considered a gross lie from the commencement, the more evidence they found to stagger their own senses upon the subject. Everywhere then, in every house, public as well as private, something was being continually said of the vampire. Nursery maids began to think a vampire vastly superior to old scratch and old bogey as a means of terrifying their infant charges into quietness, if not to sleep, until they themselves became too much afraid upon the subject to mention it.
2: Infants? You can't threaten an infant. They don't know shit. (laughs)
0: But nowhere was gossiping carried on upon the subject with more systematic fervor than at an inn called the Nelson's Arms, which was in the high street of the nearest market town to the hall. Didn't Nelson lose an arm? Uh. (gasps) Wait. Calling it the Uh. Nelson's Arms seems cruel. Is that a joke? (laughs) Hey, that's what's left over. That seems Uh.
2: like a cruel
1: joke. (laughs) Nelson's Arms. I would love to drink there.
2: Yeah, I would drink there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. It's like the equivalent of naming your inn like Van Gogh's ear, basically.
0: Yeah, or like Benedict Arnold's leg.
1: <laughs> okay, now that we are since we have also, you know, returned to Victorian times, that I think is what we should start. Yes. As our means our means of occupation. Yes. They're yes. <laughs> in new Victoria.
2: I got lost in the fantasy of naming a pub after something horrible that had happened to someone and I was thinking like the four chunks of Guy Fox. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> No <laughs> We call it the four chunks for sure.
1: I was gonna say that's what's no. so bad about it. Like I'll meet you at the chunks
2: he's <laughs> oh, no. the only person that could remember who's famous that got drawn and
0: quartered, but Oh man. There, it seemed as if the lovers of the horrible made a point of holding their headquarters, and so thirsty did their numerous discussions make the guests that the landlord was heard to declare that he, from his heart, really considered a vampire as very neatly equal to a contested election. Oh, oh, in terms of events. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I
2: was pretty confused I thought he just decided the vampire was the mayor In terms of things that will get you
0: down to the pub To talk with your neighbors
1: Oh, I see. oh okay so like it's like this is, the, this is even more of a hot topic Than if you were trying to elect a new terrible mayor
0: Yes awesome. I was really hoping
2: that he had just decided that the vampire was the new mayor
0: I mean he's doing a lot For the town at this point it was towards evening of the same day that Marchdale and Henry made their visit to Sir Francis Varney that a post-chaise drew up to the inn we have mentioned. In the vehicle were two persons of exceedingly dissimilar appearance and general aspect. One of these people was a man who seemed fast verging upon seventy years of age, although, from his still ruddy and embrowned complexion and stentorian voice, it was quite evident he intended yet to keep time at arm's length for many years to come. Stentorian, huh? Stentorian? Oh, mean... He was attired in ample and expensive clothing, but had every article... Nope, that's not how the sentence goes. Ah, you choked. (laughs) You made it quite far, though. I made it a few hundred words into the 4,000-word chapter.
1: But impressively, it was about three sentences.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, who is reading next? I will take that
2: ring to Mordor.
0: Do it, do it.
2: Unless Tara wants to go. No,
0: do it, England. Do it.
2: I got it. All right. You want me to do it in an accent?
1: No, sorry. <laughs> I realized that was an inside joke.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. You
1: know that bit in Hamlet when they're like ordering, um, like, Rosencrantz Guildenstern to be dead and whoever it is says, do it, England. That was like the go to affirmative amongst a like, group of friends of mine in college. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I like and that. I
1: forgot I wasn't there. So I just burst out, do it, England. And that made no sense to anybody. <laughs> But it means go ahead and execute those two. Okay.
2: (laughs) He was attired in ample and expensive clothing, but every article had a naval animus about it, if we may be allowed such an expression with regard to clothing. On his buttons was an anchor, (gasps) and the general assortment and color of the clothing as nearly assimilated as possible to the undressed naval uniform of an officer of high rank some 50 or 60 years ago. He's
1: a Navy cosplay. I love this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like his buttons had an anchor.
1: Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> a little
2: sailor suit.
1: He's so tassed. <laughs> I just want to be a little Navy captain.
2: <laughs> his companion was a younger man. Uh, yeah, he was. Was he? His companion was a younger man? Really? Interesting. And about his appearance, there was no secret at all. He was a genuine sailor. <laughs> oh. Wow. And he wore the shore costume of one. He was hearty looking and well dressed and evidently well fed.
0: So we have two sailor companions. Hmm. Just gonna let that hang for a second. Yeah. I bet that's fine.
1: I think it's gonna be totally fine. I can't wait to see what the younger man does.
0: (laughs) Oh god. Oh no, we've gone full fan fiction. (laughs) We have the older and the younger man. Oh no. Uh oh.
2: Oh dear. As the chaise drove up to the door of the inn, this man made an observation to the other to the following effect. Ahoy! (laughs) Well, you lubber, what now? cried the other. They call this the Nelson's Arms, and you know, shiver me, that for the best half of his life he had but one.
0: Oh my god, they (laughs) called (laughs) it out!
1: We're getting too good at predicting Varney. Oh no,
0: I've gone too deep.
2: (laughs) Damn you, was the only rejoinder he got for this observation, but with that, he seemed very well satisfied.
1: <laughs> He's like the man who just wants you to hate his puns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Heave to, he then shouted to the postillion, who was about to drive the chaise into the yard. Heave to, you lubberly son of a gun. We don't want to go into dock. Ah, said the old man, let's get out, Jack. This is the port, and do you hear, and be cursed to you, Let's have no swearing, damn you, nor bad language, you lazy swab. I love our new characters. Do they not know that they're not on a boat? No. Do they think they're on a boat?
0: I mean, we live in a port city, and I feel like the sailors can tell the difference between boat and dry land. (laughs) They can usually figure it out.
1: Maybe it's just all part of their cosplay.
2: (laughs) Aye, aye, cried Jack. I've not been ashore now a matter of ten years. That's strange. Mm. And not larned a little shore going politeness, Admiral. I ain't been your Wally de Sham without larning a little about land reckonings. Nobody would take me for a sailor now, I'm thinking, Admiral. Ten years they didn't let him off the boat. (laughs) They do dock. Why
0: had it. Did he not. Is he afraid of it? I've not been ashore now a matter of ten years and not learned a little shore-going politeness. Oh! So he has been ashore ten years, oh. and he's saying that uh. because of this, he is insulted that the Admiral thinks he hasn't learned politeness. Sorry, the sextuple negatives really- Yeah, I was gonna the say. Clear. The sextuple negatives and then the phonetic <laughs> accent, plus the uh, sailor slang, I'm guessing he just pulled from a dictionary. Wally De Sham. What do we think that means? I think- It means he's pretending to be the admiral's valet. Oh. I think?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I like to imagine they've both been ashore for 10 years. They've just been LARPing this naval existence this entire time.
2: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I'm starting to think that
0: neither of them have been on a boat. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) Yeah. The button anchors are a little much.
1: Do we know where this takes place, like, geographically? Like, I know England, but, like, do we know where exactly?
0: I don't think they've mentioned, like, a region.
1: They haven't.
0: It's in the countryside. All
1: right.
0: So it's basically anywhere. Except London. London. Yeah. All
1: right. There.
0: Hold your noise.
2: Aye, aye, sir. Jack, as he was called, bundled out of the chaise when the door was opened, with a movement so closely resembling what would have ensued had he been dragged out by the collar that one was tempted almost to believe that such a feat must have been accomplished all at once by some invisible agency. Wow! Oh God, a ghost! A ghost. That
1: yoinked out by a ghost.
2: <laughs> he then assisted the old gentleman to alight, and the landlord of the inn commenced the usual profusion of bows with which a passenger by a post chaise is usually welcomed, in preference to one by a stagecoach. Be quiet, will you? Shouted the admirable, for such indeed he was. Admirable? Did I say admirable? Oh, you fuck did. off! <laughs>
0: <laughs> the admirable admiral. The admirable admiral.
2: Well. <laughs> See you, Tara.
1: (laughs) Oh, Christ. Okay. (laughs) Wait, so the Admiral's a new character? I'm following this correctly?
2: Yeah, yeah. He just turned up.
1: So we have real Admiral. We have possible just LARPing vague naval officer of some stripe. And then young Jack. Those are the three dudes.
2: I think Admiral and LARPer is the same (gasps) guy somehow.
1: Oh, he really is an Admiral. Okay, well, I will treat him with with due respect. Okay. (laughs) Okay be quiet will you shouted the admiral for such indeed he was be quiet best accommodation sir good wine well-aired beds good attendance fine air be lay there said jack and he gave the landlord what no doubt he considered a gentleman gentleman <laughs> 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 i made it so far <laughs>
0: You did a very good job, considering this is your first attempt at Vardis. <laughs>
1: You're too kind.
2: Not many people can get through having a sentence with nine different predicates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just a quick sidebar, speaking of belay there, uh-huh. has anyone seen the bloopers for Pirates of the Caribbean 3? I don't Not that so. one specifically, no. Okay, it's me. I'm the only one on the planet, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so there's a bit where, like, Jeffrey Rush, his line is belay that to whatever Jack Sparrow is saying, but he doesn't remember the line after that, so he just yells belay that, and everyone is just staring, waiting for him to say the next thing. He's just like, do something else.
2: <laughs> okay, I have seen that clip, yeah.
0: Oh, do good.
2: something else.
0: <laughs> God bless Jeffrey Rush. Oh, <laughs> Truly an icon. Belay there, said Jack, and he gave the landlord what no doubt he considered a gentle admonition, but which consisted of such a dig in the ribs that he made as many evolutions as the clown in a pantomime when he vociferates hot codlings. Hang on. That's a lot of concept. What? what? he he <laughs> to do those hot codlings, please? What is happening?
2: That? That's a lot right
1: there. <laughs> so he, he <laughs> elbowed him so hard that he spun backwards like a clown?
2: Yes. <laughs> a clown that was... A clown that was vociferating hot codlings and I, I'm begging mm. someone to explain any of that to me. Alright, so
0: okay, vociferate is to shout, complain, or argue loudly or vehemently. Okay. Or vehemently, okay. even. And a codling is an immature cod. So a fish. So that doesn't explain anything.
2: So when he screams <laughs> at hot fish. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you
0: know. Okay, alright. Actually,
2: yeah, you're right. That explains jack shit.
1: That's the thing that clowns do. No, I got it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> my favorite part of the circus is when the clown gets into an argument with a bunch of cooked fish. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm assuming it's a long, proud English tradition.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, no, it sounds English, yeah.
0: Now, Jack, where's the sailing instructions? said his master. Here, sir, in the locker, said Jack, as he took from his pocket a letter which he handed to the admiral. They're still cosplaying. What is- why is this happening? They're still LARPing. They are in character and they will not break. Won't you step in, sir, said the landlord, who had begun now to recover a little from the dig in the ribs. What's the use of coming into port and paying harbor dues and all that sort of thing, till we know if it's the right, you lubber, eh? Huh? What?
2: I'm just trying to make sense of that sentence. Please carry on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, oh dear me, sir, of course. God bless me. What can the old gentleman mean? Oh, so you're
1: not alone. They also don't know what that meant.
0: (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) The admiral opened the letter and read, if you stop at the Nelson's aren't... Nelson's Ames? Now it's Nelson's yeah. aims. I'm assuming that's a misprint.
1: It's gotta be. Because they already <laughs> I'm made the joke.
0: Yeah,
2: probably.
1: They made the gross joke. It's gotta be real.
2: <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, that, that grabbed me right to a halt, Dee. If you stop at the Nelson's Ames <laughs> at Uxota, God Goddammit, y- Dee. ...and I can be sent for when I will tell you more. Dee, please. Very please. Oh, ob-
0: yeah? There's already going to be, like, a solid hour of Kennedy. <laughs> This
1: one <laughs> Okay Listen, all right. I don't hate it. Yours
2: very obedient <laughs> no. Yes, very obediently and humbly. No, god. Josiah <laughs> Josiah Krinkles.
0: Josiah Krinkles. Oh god damn Josiah Crinkles Josiah Crinkles Josiah Crinkles Josiah Crinkles Josiah Crinkles Move over, Josiah Potts. Josiah Crinkles is in town. I'm gonna need about like six hours. I gotta go pull up the name change forms.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I love Josie Crinks already! (laughs) Oh,
2: man. Josie Crinks, my man! (laughs) Who the deuce is he? Great question. Excellent question. A fantastic question. I gotta know more about Josiah (laughs) Crinkles. This is Uxada, sir, said the landlord, and here you are, sir, at the Nelson's Arms.
0: Which is a problem, because we were directed to go to the Nelson's Ames. Mm. Close enough, said the landlord.
2: (laughs) 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 Good beds, good wine, good SILENCE! yes sir oh of course who the devil is Josiah (laughs) Crickles the people want to know the people demand answers hold on I really want to do this sentence justice so if you guys can bear with me for this performance Uh, absolutely (laughs) ha 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 (laughs) Ha. makes me laugh sir (laughs) who the devil indeed they do say the devil and lawyers sir know something of each other makes me
0: smile (laughs) That is a sentence.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I love all these dudes. Don't just say he laughed. Write out each syllable of his laughter and then say he is laughing. Mm-hmm. And then also he's smiling. Mm-hmm. What's, what's that line from Twilight where it's like, Arrow laughed, ha ha ha, he chuckled? Yes, Arrow
2: laughed, ha ha ha, he chuckled. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> My
2: favorite line? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I can't help but point out that there are three different people talking and at no point has this... I don't know who's speaking anymore. I lost track of it two sentences in.
1: No, I don't know. I have no idea. Dialogue
0: tags would do wonders
2: for this book. They really would. Yeah, like you need dialogue tags with two people and with three, it becomes a necessity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll make you smile on the other side of that damned great hatchway of a mouth of yours in a minute. Who is Crinkles?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's really hard to not lose
0: it. This dialogue right now.
1: This is the zestiest dialogue we've had yet. <laughs>
0: I'm picturing Christian Bale's Batman just like holding up a random mook, demanding to know who is Crinkles. Who is Crinkles?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Crinkles, sir. Everybody knows. Most respectable attorney, sir. Indeed, highly respectable man, sir. A lawyer? Yes, sir, a lawyer. Well, I'm damned. Jack gave a long whistle, and both master and man looked at each other aghast. Now hang me, cried the admiral. If I have, if ever, ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I made it, I made it through like five different iterations of saying Mr. Crinkles without losing my shit.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so bold of this chapter to introduce the concept of like clown pantomime and then immediately a character named Mr. Crinkles.
0: <laughs> Mr. Crinkles. really going places.
1: Now hang me, cried the admiral. If ever I was so taken in, in all my life. ay aye, sir, said Jack. To come a hundred and seventy miles, see a damned swab of a rascally lawyer. Aye, aye, sir.
2: <laughs> oh, a rascally
1: lawyer. I'll smash him, <laughs> Jack.
2: Oh, the Admiral's gonna a smash s- that. <laughs> a sentence that has changed meaning greatly in the interim of time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, got to try to pronounce this correctly. Your Honor, <laughs> get into the chess again. Well, but where's Master Charles? Lawyers, in course, sir, is all blessed rogues. But how ever, he may have for once in his life, this here, one of them have told us of the right channel. And if so, <laughs> be as he has. Don't be the Yankee to leave him among the pirates. I'm ashamed on you. Hey.
2: Tara, how did you do that? I don't you, know. That whole sentence was a minefield. <laughs> I don't know what it meant.
1: <laughs> but I read
2: it. You read? you did it right. You did it. None of it means anything, but boy howdy, you made it. <laughs> Not only that, but with the underwater mind ball of saying how some Howsome
1: How some S- Yeah. D- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: D are you the Yankee to leave me among the pirates? <laughs> yes.
1: Don't be the Yankee to leave him among the pirates. Cool. I'm gonna start saying that. <laughs> I don't know who's speaking, but they say, You infernal scoundrel, how dare you preach to me in such a way, you lubberly rascal. you <laughs> <Coffee> deserves it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mutiny! Deserves Wait. with an A. Wait.
2: I you deserves it. <laughs> you deserves it. Did they just decide that Jack had like a very weird accent now?
0: I think so. Dizar- I think they're trying to make him talk like a sailor. He's trying to be different Russian parts of the Caribbean. But, but he was
2: talking normal
0: before. <laughs> was it Jack though? I don't know who is talking!
2: Cause like, I can't tell who's speaking I Can't say for sure, without- (laughs) without dialogue tags, it's impossible to know.
1: I generally don't know who is speaking at any of these lines. Except I do know that when someone says Jack, that's not Jack, who's currently speaking.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's about all you can get.
1: (laughs) Cause no one else has a name, it's just Jack and two unnamed gentlemen. Oh man. Mutiny! Mutiny! By Jove! Jack! I'll have you put in irons. You're a scoundrel and no semen, no semen, no semen. <laughs> Not a bit of one.
2: <laughs> None oh, no. whatsoever.
1: Very good. It's time then, as I was off the purser's book, books.
0: Mm. That was a plural of books. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: <laughs> Ken, we have to solve
0: the mystery of who is
2: Josiah Crinkles. Yeah, we gotta know.
0: We have goodbye to you i only hopes is you may get a better seaman to stick to you Mm-mm. just okay, okay sure sure and be your wally decham nor jack pringle uh what so many new characters who is jack pringle oh, wait you have
1: you have to finish the sentence <laughs>
0: yeah you didn't call me no seaman in the bay of corfu when the bullets were scuttling our knobs <laughs> So the author had no idea what people who are on boats sound like, huh? I think the author might have been landlocked, yes, which is quite a feat considering he lived on an island.
1: Oh, got to our
0: <laughs> Jack, you rascal, give us your fin. Come here, you damned villain. You'll leave me, will you? Not if I know it. Come in, then. God, Give us your fin? I think he means shake my hand.
2: Alright, good, because I I was thinking this was getting a little gay, so I'm glad to see it's just going that way, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he did just tell him to come in, I'm assuming for a hug, and perhaps a tender embrace, but who knows. Seems like it, yeah. Yeah. Hold
2: my hand and come in.
0: (laughs) Don't tell me I'm no semen. Call me a wagabone if you like. Mm -hmm. But don't hurt my feelings. There, I'm as tender as a baby I am. Don't do it.
2: Wow.
0: What the fuck is happening? (laughs) What the fuck is going on in here on this day? (laughs) A sailor in the Navy is confessing his tender feelings to his superior officer in the midst of a tender embrace. It's just, who could mistake this for anything other than a vampire novel?
1: It's exactly what it is. It's just
0: normal, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Confound you, who is doing it? The devil. Who is? Don't, then. Thus wrangling, they entered the inn to the great amusement of several bystanders who had collected to hear the altercation between them. this a lot I almost forgot about Josiah Crinkles for a second (laughs) it seems that Jack and the Admiral have also forgotten about Josiah Crinkles their minds are elsewhere (laughs) they had like a lover's spat out front of the inn
1: and everyone gathered round to watch and they're like this is the greatest shit since there was a vampire
0: (laughs) (laughs) would you like a private room sir said the landlord (sighs) reading the room who also ships it apparently (laughs) what the fuck this is giving me strong Moby Dick vibes. Yes. I was oh going to make a joke about this.
2: I was I was actually going to be like, oh, they're going to go inside and there's only going to be one bed.
1: Yeah. Wait, what's the timeline here? When When did the mobster come out?
2: Oh, 1840s.
1: So after this.
2: Oh, my God. Is this a Moby Dick joke?
1: Well, no, because that would be after this. Maybe Moby Dick is a Varney is a oh. joke.
2: <laughs> Maybe Moby Dick is a Varney joke.
0: <laughs> would you like a private room, sir? Said the landlord. What's that to you, said Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
2: alright, right, well, all alright, alright. I'm not imagining any of this, right?
1: No, I'm right here nice. with you. <laughs>
2: oh god. do you take up the banner? <laughs> alright, before I do, so that I don't like, lose my shit when I start, they had a lover's quarrel where they held hands and hugged it out and said don't hurt my feelings, daddy, mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then everyone is like watching them and just like, that was weird. And then the landlord is like, So like a one bedroom, right? And the other guy's like, "What do you What do you want to fucking know?" Uh, What's that (laughs) deal? Okay, all right. (laughs) Okay, hold your noise, will you? Cried his master. His master.
1: Yeah, that's that.
2: I mean, yes, I should like a private room and some grog. Well, confirmed. Uh huh. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Strong as the devil, put in Jack. (sighs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good wines, good beds, good times. Mm -hmm. You said all that before, you know, remarked Jack, as he bestowed upon the landlord another terrific dig in the ribs. It was absolutely fantastic. It was the best one he'd had yet. Hello, cried the Admiral. You can send for that infernal lawyer, Mr. Landlord. Mr. Crinkles, sir. (laughs) Mr. Crinkles! Yes, yes, yes. Who may I have the honor to say, sir, wants to meet him? admiral bell finally Finally, a name good god a name and we still won't get any dialogue tags no no but we know his name
1: admiral bell is master buttons correct
2: master Buttons. yes yes. okay great great i think certainly admiral certainly you'll find him a very conversable nice gentlemanly little man sir (laughs) and tell him as jack pringle is here too cried the seaman oh jack is jack pringle oh jack is jack pringle Fantastic. Oh, yes, yes, of course, said the landlord, (laughs) who was in such a state of confusion from the digs in the ribs he had received and the noise his guests had already made in his house that had he been suddenly put upon his oath, he would scarcely have liked to say which was the master and which was the man. Oh,
1: we're very straight up like, this is like master and commander territory where it's like, I don't know what the chain of command is and mm, it's interesting.
2: Uh... I was going to say this is a lot like master and servant, like the song. By Depeche Mode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, by <my> Depeche Mode. <laughs> the idea now, Jack, said the Admiral, of coming all this way to see a lawyer. Aye, aye, sir. If he'd said he was a lawyer, we would have known what to do. But it's a taken, Jack. So I think. How some will serve him out when we catch him, you know? Good. So we will. And then again, he may know something about Master Charles, sir. You know. Lord love him. Don't you remember when he came aboard to see you once at Portsmouth? Ah, I do indeed. Oh god, another character. Mm-hmm. And how- Okay, hold on, I need a minute. <laughs> and how he said he hated the French, and quite a baby too. <laughs> what perseverance and sense. Uncle, says he to you. When I'm a big man, I'll go in a ship and fight all the French in a heap, says he. And beat em, my boy, too, says you. Cause you thought he'd forgot that. And then he says, What's the use of saying that, stupid? Don't we always beat him?
1: Oh, just this vintage anti-French sentiment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The admiral laughed and rubbed his hands as he cried aloud. I remember Jack, I remember him. I was stupid to make such a remark. I know you was a damned old fool, I thought you. Come, come. hello ah there. Well then, what do you call me no seaman for? Why, Jack, you bear malice like a marine. (laughs) There you go again. Goodbye. Do you remember when we were yard arm to yardarm with those two Yankee frigates and took them both? You didn't call me a Marine then, when the scuppers were running with blood. Was I a seaman then? It's just making up terms. None of these are nautical terms. I don't think I so.
0: And <laughs> so, okay, every five minutes, Jack is taking offense at the Admiral... And then reminding them of some tender moment they shared on the high seas. Yeah. And then they kiss and make up. Mm -hmm. This is just, this is just peak old married couple. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like the bit where he like reminisces. Oh, I thought you were a damned old fool. And he's like, oh, what what an affectionate thing to say to me. Come, come.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Aw, bring it in, buddy. Bring
1: it in, bring it in.
2: You were, Jack, you were. And you saved my life. (sighs) I didn't. You did. I say I didn't. It was a marlin spike. (laughs) But I say you did, you rascally scoundrel. I say you did, and I won't be contradicted in my own ship. <laughs> Call this your ship? No, damn it, I... <laughs> Mr. Crinkles, said the landlord, flinging the door wide open, and so at once putting an end to the discussion, which always apparently had a tendency to wax exceedingly
0: warm. Oh, my God. Ah! I would not just fling the door wide open on these two, personally, but... Yeah, you know. I would be worried about what I opened the door on. <laughs> oh, man.
2: The shark, by God, said Jack. A little, neatly dressed man made his appearance and advanced rather timidly into the room. Fair. Perhaps he had heard from the landlord that the parties who had sent for him were of a rather... of uh, Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Crinkles is... I, I fucked it at Crinkles. <laughs> Okay. Dara, introduce us to... Take us to Crinkles.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. So, narrator is providing commentary on how these two always devolve into exceedingly warm (laughs) interchanges.
2: Yeah. Uh How they always argue until they make out. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. It's just an endless (laughs) cycle. All right. uh, Perhaps he, meaning Crinkles, had heard from the landlord that the parties who had sent for him were of rather a violent sort. So you are Crinkles, are you? cried the admiral.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sit down, though you are a lawyer. Thank you, sir. I am an attorney, certainly, and my name, as certainly, is Krinkles.
0: Incredible. What a great introduction. <laughs> Look at that. Put that on my card.
1: <laughs> the admiral placed the letter in the little lawyer's hands, who said, am I to read it? Yes, to be sure aloud read it to the devil if you like in a pig's whisper or a west india hurricane what <laughs> okay oh very good sir i i am willing to be agreeable so i'll read it aloud if it's all the same to you he then opened the letter and read as follows so he's reading aloud a letter that was written to admiral bell
2: that he wrote yeah
1: yeah okay to admiral bell admiral being, from various circumstances, aware that you take a warm and praiseworthy interest in your nephew, Charles Holland?
2: Oh my
0: god, oh my Master, god.
2: Charles! <laughs> Master Charles! <laughs> Master Admiral Charles! The Admiral is his dad? Uh, was his uncle!
1: uncle. <laughs> He's the uncle! Charles Holland has a seafaring uncle!
2: Oh this my is god. exciting news for all of us here at, at the Holland Days fan club. Ooh, quarters. ooh, ooh.
1: <laughs> great great moments for the Holland Days. <laughs>
2: Oh my God! The Hollandays have just gained an admirable, be- admirable. <laughs> I keep doing it.
1: <laughs> we not only gained Uncle Uncle Admiral Buttons, we also gained his young lover Jack Pringle.
2: <laughs> Jack Pringles.
1: Oh my God! Charles has gay uncles. Oh, I'm so happy.
2: <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Let-, let this day stand as a success for the Hollandays. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Huge
1: moment. Huge moment.
2: Astounding
0: victory for the Hollandays.
1: Okay. All right. I don't know if I okay. Okay, okay, whew, get it together. I believe in you. Sorry, I was still in the midst of a sentence. Christ. Okay,
2: so. It's fine. (laughs) It was a lot. It was a lot.
1: So he takes a warm and praiseworthy interest in your nephew, Charles Holland. (laughs) I venture to write to you concerning a matter in which your immediate and active cooperation with others may rescue him from a condition which will prove, if allowed to continue, very much to his detriment and ultimate unhappiness So he's alluding to varney oh no. right he knows about varney oh. oh yeah you are then hereby informed that he charles holland has much earlier than he ought to have done returned to england wait was he not supposed to come back
2: why was he banned oh. from england he... <laughs> Uh-oh. all right why did he come back early
1: i mean flora but or, but how would he have known? Would he maybe did, did like word of Varney reach all the way to wherever the frick he was in England or in uh, Europe?
2: I guess
0: yeah. It's
1: like he was still. Huh. So he first rescued her from the cliff in Switzerland. That was the timeline. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he just was like hanging out in Switzerland
0: because he was on this like grand huh. tour or something.
1: All right. So uh, much earlier than he ought to have done, returned to England, and that the object of his return is to contract a marriage into a family in every way objectionable. And with a girl who is highly objectionable.
0: Oh my god. Hmm. I mean, having met the Bannanwurst, I feel like in every way objectionable is an apt description. Yeah, it's really not too far off the mark, Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, you, Admiral, are his nearest and almost his only relative in the world. You are the guardian of his property. And, therefore, it becomes a duty on your part to interfere to save him from the ruinous consequences of a marriage, which is sure to bring ruin and distress upon himself and all who take an interest in his welfare. The family he wishes to marry into (laughs) is named Bannerworth, and the young lady's name is Flora Bannerworth. When, however, I inform you that a vampire is in that family and that if he marries into it, he marries a vampire, and will have vampires for children. I trust, I have said enough to warn you upon the subject, and to induce you to lose no time in repairing to the spot. Oh no. If you stop at the Nelson's Arms in Uxater, and you will hear of me, I can be sent for when I will tell you more. Yours, very obediently and humbly, Josiah. Prinkles. (laughs)
0: Prinkles.
1: Oh, P.S. P.S. I enclose you Dr. Johnson's definition of a vampire, which is as follows.
2: Oh, my God. You're not sure.
1: (laughs) Okay. Vampire. Parentheses. A German bloodsucker. End parentheses.
0: Oh, it's got to be a German.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, they were Scandinavian earlier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Although Carmilla does take place in Germany.
1: Yeah.
0: Or Austria, thereabouts.
1: Germany-ish, Germany adjacent. <laughs> By which you perceive how many vampires from time immemorial must have been well entertained at the expense of John Bull at the court of St James, where no thing hardly is to be met with but German
0: bloodsuckers. Oh, <laughs> someone's not too happy. <laughs>
2: Did he say that at the court the of? <laughs> hey, I don't. <laughs> at the court of. Yeah, hey, I think
0: not <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can't swing a cat without hitting a vampire at the Court of Saint James.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's the end of the definition. That's the wow. sole definition.
2: definition. The
1: definition is just Thanks, a political joke.
2: <laughs> Vampires, a thing the court is full of,
1: and definition,
2: and definition. You don't really need to know what the Court of Saint James is full of
1: the lawyer ceased to read and the amazed look with which he glanced at the face of admiral bell would under any other circumstances much have amused him <laughs> his mind however was by far too much engrossed with the consideration but with a consideration
0: Ooh, oh. Ooh.
1: all right i'll seed, i'll seed, seed my time
0: <laughs> see <at> the floor <laughs> His mind, however, was by far too much engrossed with the consideration of the danger of Charles Holland, his nephew, to be amused at anything. So when he found that the little lawyer said nothing, he bellowed out, Well, sir? weh, weh, well, said the attorney. (laughs) I've sent for you, and here you are, and here I am, and here's Jack Pringle. (laughs) What have you got to say? Just this much, said Mr. Crinkles, recovering himself a little. (laughs) Are you just laughing at Mr. Crinkles? Every time, every time. Just as much, sir, that I never saw that letter before in all my life.
2: <gasps> <gasps> Plot twist! <gasps> oh my god, it wasn't a Crinkles original? Wait,
1: <laughs> someone else wrote this letter masquerading as Mr. Crinkles, and that's why he was forced to read it aloud?
2: Oh. Someone's catfishing as Mr.
0: Crinkles? <laughs> you never saw it? With an M dash between every word.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> never. Didn't you write it? On my solemn word of honor, sir, I did not. (gasps) Jack Pringle whistled, and the Admiral looked puzzled. Like the Admiral in the song, too, he grew paler. And then Mr. Crinkles added, Who has forged my name to a letter such as this I cannot imagine? As for writing to you, sir, I never heard of your existence except publicly, as one of those gallant officers who have spent a long life in nobly fighting their country's battles, and who are entitled to the admiration and the applause of every Englishman. (gasps) what nice he's vying for jack Pringle's spot i think jack and the admiral looked at each other in amazement and then the latter exclaimed what this from a lawyer a lawyer sir said crinkles may know how to appreciate (laughs) the deeds of gallant men although he may not be able to imitate them (laughs) that letter sir is a forgery and i now leave you only much gratified at the incident which has procured me the honor of an interview with a gentleman whose name will live in the history of his country good day sir good day
1: Wait, Crinkles, you can't truly think that, like, after reading that letter, you're like, that's all I need to know about this story. I'm just gonna go now, but it
2: was nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye! Well, here's the thing it's interesting that I am being completely forged and, perso- and impersoned. Uh uh-huh. person Whatever. It's very interesting, uh, but really, it was just cool to meet you, so I guess I'll go. Yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's been nice. You guys can figure out my doppelganger issue later. It's fine. fine. It's fine. <laughs>
0: No, I'm damned if you go like that, said Jack, as he sprang to the door and put his back against it. Uh Uh-oh. You shall take a glass with me in honor of the wooden walls of Old England. What? Hmm. D-E? Hold on, I'm gonna Google this. I gotta know what cuss that is. Yeah. If you was 20 lawyers.
1: (laughs) I like that not only does Charles Holland have gay uncles, one of them is so famous that random lawyers in Otterox know him. (laughs) (laughs) Or not otter ox what was we finally got the town name up otter something otter
0: something otter otter something ox otter ox otter yes ox
1: otter all right
0: i can't figure
2: out what curse this is i'm sorry <laughs> i think it was supposed to be damned but they just got it wrong could be sure
1: anything goes at the nelson's aims
2: because <laughs> <laughs> well, like all these the, the only cuss they've used has been damned yeah
0: That's right, Jack, said the admiral. Come, Mr. Crinkles, I'll think for your sake, there may be two decent lawyers in the world, and you one of them. We must have a bottle of the best wine in the ship. Nope.
1: Very close,
0: though. Uh Uh-oh. So it kind of sounds like Jack Pringles is about to see,
2: like, sir, have you ever heard of a cube? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If it is your command, (laughs) admirable.
0: All right, I'm Okay, strong. <laughs> so they're getting a bottle of the best wine,
1: <laughs> as if they need it. If it is your command, Admiral, I obey with pleasure," said the attorney. Mm. Uh huh. Sure. Uh huh. So the uh-huh. attorney's into it. Uh huh. He just—he's he, doing that thing where he's like, "Oh, I couldn't possibly stay. Like, I should go home. I can't impose." Just so he says no, you gotta, you gotta stay.
2: I can't. I can't hang out with such a big hot sexy admiral like like Mm. like i'm a nobody i can't just hang around
1: (laughs) 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 i obey with pleasure said the attorney and although i assure you on my honor i did not write that letter yet some of the matters mentioned in it are so generally notorious here that i can't afford you information concerning them can you i regret to say i can for i respect the parties. Oh, so he actually likes the banners. The Bannerworths.
2: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. So who hates the Bannerworths and is catfishing using Krinkle's name? Anyone
0: with functioning eyes and ears.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> Definitely one of the workers.
1: Here's my question, like, do we think it could be Varney?
0: My mind went to Varney, I'm not yeah. gonna
2: lie. Think Varney hates him the most, yeah. We
0: know he has a habit of writing very long yeah. letters. <laughs>
1: very long letters saying this person sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, besides just, like, luring more people for him to
0: eat, that would be like, the only motivation I could see. Or he's afraid Charles Holland will succeed in ousting him from the county.
1: Oh, or that. So he's like, I'll just call your gay uncles to come fetch you away.
0: <laughs> and remove an ally from the Bannerworths. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> come, come get your boy. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> Collect your mans.
2: <laughs> Whose mans is yes. this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's like, that's gotta be it.
2: It's a classic whose man's this. It's a
1: classic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I was. Okay, okay, he respects the parties. Great. Sit down, then. Sit down. Jack, run to the steward's room and get the wine. He thinks he's on a boat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will get into it now. Starboard and Larbird. Who the deuce could have written that letter? I have not the least idea, sir. Well, well, never mind. It has brought me here. That's something so I won't grumble much at it. I didn't know my nephew was in England, (laughs) and I dare say (laughs) (laughs) he didn't know I was, but here we both are, and I won't rest till I've seen him and ascertained how the whats its name the vampire, ah, the vampire, shiver me timbers, said Jack Pringle, who now brought in some (laughs) line, much against the remonstrances of the waiters of the establishment, who considered that he was (laughs) treading upon their vested interests by doing so.
2: Gay admirables, I cannot stop doing it now, holy shit. (laughs) It's one of those things where you make the mistake and it sticks, you're trying so hard not to that you just keep doing it. The gay admirable's, admirable's boy just went out and stole some fucking wine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the waiters are like, no, no. I mean, he's, they're saying at the end, so presumably it will be charged to the room. Yeah. But... yeah. It just seems like he may have done it in a, in a sort of non-traditional way. Oh, yeah, way. no, he definitely just grabbed it out of someone's hand. Yeah, so, you no, know, it's my
1: job. No. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to have to pronounce this. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I just read ahead. I believe in you.
1: Shiver my timbers. If I knows what a Wampiger is, unless he's some distant <laughs> relation to Davy Jones.
0: <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean 6.
2: Wampiger?
0: Wampiger?
2: Wampiger. Wampiger. <laughs> oh, so they are saying Wampier.
1: Yeah, they really are. Oh, okay. Well, good.
2: I was joking. Wampier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this man just uses, like, the correct, like, vaguely German pronunciation. <laughs> but, but at the same time, did not have the wi- right way to pronounce, like, remonstrance or whatever the heck it was earlier. <laughs> Hold your ignorant tongue, said the Admiral. Nobody wants you to make a remark, you great lover. <laughs> Very good, said Jack. And he sat down, the wine on the table, and then retired to the other end of the room, remarking to himself that he was not called a great lover on a certain occasion when bullets were scuttling their knobs. And they were yardarm and yard arm with God knows who. <laughs> Every time. Now, Mr. Lawyer, said Admiral Bell, who had about him a large share of the habits of a rough sailor. Now, Mr. Lawyer, here is a glass first to our better acquaintances. For damned if I don't like you. You are very good, sir. Not at all. There was a time when I'd just as soon have thought of asking a young shark to supper with me in my own cabin as a lawyer, but I begin to see that there may be such a thing as a decent, good sort of fellow seen in the law. So here's good luck to you, and you shall never want a friend or a bottle while Admiral Bell has a shot in the locker. Gammon, said Jack.
0: As if it meant something.
1: Damn you, what do you mean by that? (laughs) roared the Admiral in a furious tone. (laughs) <laughs> i wasn't oh sorry
0: i wasn't speaking to
1: you shouted jack about two octaves <laughs> higher incredible
0: incredible oh, no.
1: it's two boys in the street as is pretending they're going to fight and i know damned well they won't wait so gamin was like him just yelling at the kids in the street
0: yeah what is that
1: like gamine like the french for like a young person like
0: Untangling Jack's speech is a task in and of itself.
1: Really, we'd be here all day. All right. Um.
0: <laughs> a gammon is,
2: okay, a gammon is a smoked ham. Cool. <laughs> so I don't really know anymore what.
1: <laughs> Jack at the Winter just says, ham.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally he's just like, ham.
1: <laughs> Hold your noise. I'm going. I wasn't told to hold my noise when our knobs were being scuttled off Beirut. (laughs) Is that Beirut? Is that just how they're spelling Beirut?
2: I think that's how they're spelling Beirut in the 1840s. I don't think they know how to spell Beirut the right way.
1: Incredible. Never mind him, Mr. Lawyer, added the Admiral. He don't know what he's talking about. Never mind him. You go on and tell me all about the... The... The vampire. Ah, I always forget the names of strange fish. (laughs) Wow. I suppose, after all, it's something of the mermaid order. Oh, vampire Mermaids. What oh, a thought.
0: There's, a, there's gotta be a YA novel with that premise out there oh, already. Has be. To be. Oh, has gotta be. Oh, I hope so. Vampire
1: mermaids. Mm. <laughs> I don't hate it. They're already cold. It's great. <laughs> that I cannot say, sir. See, he, he, can't, he can either confirm nor deny the mermaid thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't actually n- know.
1: I don't know. We didn't go over that in law school. That I cannot say, sir, but certainly the story, in all its painful particulars, has made a great sensation all over the country. Indeed? Yes, sir, you shall hear how it occurred. It appears that one night Miss Flora Bannersworth, a young lady of great beauty and respected and admired by all who knew her, was visited by a strange being who came in at the window. Are we going to get a complete recap of the events of Varney's thus far?
0: oh my god oh i hope oh, so oh christ
1: okay my eye said jack it weren't me i wish it had a been oh jack come <laughs> on no jack jack calm down jack <laughs> your your boyfriend is right there
0: seriously oh my god jack although his boyfriend is flirting with a lawyer in front of him that's
1: true they have an open relationship mm-hmm. it's true yeah open for the open sea. <laughs> so petrified by fear was she that she had only time to creep half out of the bed and to utter one cry of alarm when the strange visitor seized her in his grasp. God, this has all the details. Damn, my pigtail, said Jack. What a squall there (laughs) must have been, to be sure.
0: What? (laughs) I think that means his hair is long in the back and gathered in a queue. Yeah. okay.
1: (laughs) Do you see this bottle? Roared the Admiral. To be sure I does. I think as it's time, I seed another. (laughs) You scoundrel! I'll make you feel it against the damn stupid head of yours if you interrupt this gentleman again.
0: Oh, Jack about to get bottle action.
2: Oh shit, he don't fight. He don't argue. He just hit Jack with a bottle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't be violent.
2: Yeah, you love each other, boys. Stop. Stop.
1: (laughs) Well, as I was saying, continued the attorney, she did, by great good fortune, manage to scream, which had the effect of alarming the whole house. The door of her chamber, which was fast, was broken open. Yes, yes. Ah! cried Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Ham! (laughs) You may imagine the horror and the consternation of those who entered the room to find her in the grasp of a fiend-like figure whose teeth were fastened on her neck and who was actually draining her veins. Of blood,
0: oh my God, uh...
1: the devil <laughs> before anyone could lay hands lay hands <laughs> sufficiently upon the figure to detain it, it had fled precipitately from its dreadful repast. Shots were fired after it in vain
0: for several days in a row.
1: This repeatedly happened,
0: <laughs>
1: and they let it go. They followed it, I understand, as well they were able, and saw it scale the garden wall of the premises. Well, that's one way to put what happened.
0: Yeah, that's not (laughs) quite how it went.
1: (laughs) There it escaped, leaving, as you may well imagine, on all their minds, a sensation of a horror difficult to describe. Well, I never did hear anything the equal of that, Jack. What do you think of it? I haven't begun to think yet, said Jack.
0: (laughs) Jack a himbo.
1: But what about my nephew, Charles, added the admiral? Of him, I know nothing. <laughs> That's what? incredible. Go, oh, I can't tell you shit about your nephew. That's all I've got. <laughs> nothing? Not a word, admiral. I was not aware you had a nephew. Or that any gentleman bearing that, or, of, or any other relationship to you, had any sort of connection with these mysterious and most unaccountable circumstances. I don't think I quite got through that sentence.
0: (laughs) Not quite, but you've done very well thus far! no, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Again, I I cede my time.
0: I tell you all I have gathered from common report about this vampire business. Further, I know not, I assure you. Well, a man can't tell what he don't know. It puzzles me to think who could possibly have written me this letter. That I am completely at a loss to imagine, said (laughs) Crinkles. I assure you, my gallant sir, that I am much hurt at the circumstance of anyone using my name in such a way. (laughs) You cannot abuse the name Crinkles.
1: (laughs) Get the name Crinkles out of your mouth.
0: (laughs) But nevertheless, as you are here, permit me to say that it will be my pride, my pleasure, and the boast of the remainder of my existence to be of some service to so gallant a defender of my country, and one whose name, along with the memory of his deeds, is engraved upon the heart of every Briton.
2: Dial it back, Crinkles. Jesus. Quite equal to a
0: book, he talks, said Jack. Mm. E K A L. Jack. Equal. Jack can't pronounce equal, but can pronounce vampire. <laughs> yeah. I never could read one myself on account of not knowing how, but I've heard him read, and that's just the sort of incomprehensible gammon. Ham. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any of your ignorant remarks, said the Admiral, so you be quiet. Aye, aye, sir. Now, Mr. Lawyer, you are an honest fellow, and an honest fellow is generally a sensible fellow. Sir, I thank you. If so be as what this letter says is true, my nephew Charles has got a liking for this girl, who has had her neck bitten by a vampire, you see. <laughs> I perceive, sir. So what would you do? Nope. That wasn't the sentence. Oh. Wait, I love it What would you do if a vampire was at home? <laughs> God damn it. His
1: summation of, like, the, the like extent of the story is, Charles likes this girl, but she's had her neck bitten by a vampire.
2: <laughs> Gross. Get her out of here. Now, what would you do? One of the most difficult, as well, perhaps, as one of the most ungracious of tasks, said the attorney, is to interfere with family affairs. The cold and steady eye of reason generally sees things in such very different lights to what they appear to those whose feelings and whose affections are much compromised in their results. Very true. Go on. Taking, my dear sir, what in my humble judgment appears to be a reasonable view of the subject, I should say it would be a dreadful thing for your nephew to marry into a family, any member of which was liable to the visitations of a vampire. It wouldn't be pleasant. (laughs) The young lady might have children. Oh, lots! cried Jack. (laughs) Hold your noise, Jack. Jack, calm down. Aye, aye, sir. And she might herself actually, when after death she became a vampire, come and feed on her own children. (gasps) Become a vampire! What, is she going to be a vampire too? My dear sir, don't you know that it is a remarkable fact as regards the physiology of vampires? That whoever is bitten by one of those dreadful beings becomes a vampire? (gasps) The devil! It is a fact, sir. That's a strong, strong assertion. It's a fact. A science. (laughs) A science. Woo! Whistled Jack. She might bite us all, and we should be a whole ship's crew. Oh, vampires. There would be a confounded go.
1: So Jack's immediate response here is, great, let's all get turned into vampires and be vampires on the sea.
2: <laughs> I would love to be a bunch of vampire sailors. That sounds dope as fuck, said Jack. It sounds so
1: good. Best plan ever, Jack Gammon. Huh? <laughs> Gammon. <laughs> Gammon. That's my new supportive term for Jack. <laughs> Gammon. Gammon. <laughs>
2: It's not pleasant, said the admiral, as he rose from his chair and paced to and fro in the room. It's not pleasant. Hang me up at my own yardarm if it is. Who said it was, cried Jack. Who asked you, you brute? Well, sir, added Mr. Crinkles. I have given you all the information I can, and I can only repeat what I before had the honour of saying, more at large, namely, that I am your humble servant to command, uh-huh. and that I shall be happy to attend upon you at- Anytime. Sure. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mr. Ah! <laughs> Crin- cr- crinkles. 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 Ah, crinkles. Stop saying it. <laughs> you shall hear from me again, sir, shortly. Now that I am down here, I will see to the very bottom of this affair, where it deeper than fathom ever sounded. Charles Holland was my poor sister's son. He's the only relative I've had in the whole... The fuck, mm. nope.
1: Charles Holland was my poor sister's son. He's the only relative I have in the wide world and his happiness is dearer to my heart than my own. Crinkles turned aside and by the twinkle of his eyes, one might-
2: Oh, a crinkle twinkle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One might premise that the honest little lawyer was much affected. Oh God, this author is just so mean to lawyers. Like, Can you believe it? This lawyer had a feeling. A human feeling.
2: (laughs) Yes, this lawyer was capable of emotion.
1: He was physically quite small, and yet he contained feelings. (laughs) God bless you, sir, he said. Farewell. Good day to you. Goodbye, lawyer, cried Jack. Mind how you go. Damn me if you don't seem a decent sort of fellow. And, after all... You may give the devil a clear berth and get into heaven's straits with a flowing sheet, provided as you don't, towards the end of the voyage, make any lubberly blunders. The old admiral threw himself into a chair with a deep sigh. Jack, said he, aye, aye, sir. What's to be done now? Jack opened the window to discharge the superfluous moisture from an enormous quid he had indulged himself with while the lawyer was telling about the vampire. And then again, turning his face towards his master, he said, "Do what? Shall we do? Why go at once and find out? Charles, our nevy, nephew is nevy. What he's saying for nephew?
2: I think he's saying nevy
0: as short for nephew.
2: All right, which is adorable. And I, I that does very sus that he is called Charles. There, yeah, nephew. It, yeah, they
0: really
1: are his gay uncle. Our
0: nephew. Yeah,
1: yeah." Go at once and find out Charles, our nevy, and ask him all about it, and see the young lady too, and lay hold of the vampire if we can, as well, and go at the whole affair broadside to broadside, till we make a prize of all the particulars, after which we can turn it over in our minds again, and see what's to be done. Well sounds like he would have completed everything by that point, but all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jack, you are right. Come along. I knows I am. Do you know now which way to steer? Of course not. I never was in this latitude before. <laughs> <laughs> and the channel looks intricate. We will hail a pilot, Jack, and then we shall be all right. And if we strike it, will be his fault. Which is a mighty great consolation, said Jack. Come along.
0: Okay, so like... <laughs> Wow! What a... Whoa! goodness me when i read the title of this chapter i was worried because i was like oh my god we've asked Tara to come on and nothing's going to happen in this it's just going to be a bunch of new characters <laughs> talking about stuff we don't care about and i am so glad you were here i yeah this. yeah
2: i'm so glad you got to experience I'm this I'm so glad you were here for this
0: this book, in
1: one chapter, introduced, like, a whole fleet of wackadoodle characters that are all about to, like, descend en masse on Bannerworth Hall, and I'm so excited. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. We got to introduce Charles Holland's gay seafaring uncles. uncle.
0: Incredible! <laughs>
2: Truly a boon for the Holland days. The best boon for the Holland days.
1: You know who's, like, gonna be completely unable to hander- handle Admiral Bell is, like, any of the Bannersworths. Like, try to imagine, like, Henry. I
0: was gonna say, <laughs> literally any other character. I I can't wait for Marchdale to be just so irate at oh. them existing near Bannerworth Hall. <laughs>
1: He's gonna hate it. Imagine these dudes taking on Varney.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Especially since, like, it seems like the Admiral ships, like, Hollandworth. Mm-hmm. Is, that Is that what a, 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 a you're calling Flora? Charles and Flora? <laughs> a, f- a florand? <laughs>
1: yeah, what do we call them? Let's see, Charles and Flora.
2: I like florand, uh, I could see something for florals. Well,
0: florals? Florals for spring? Florandase? <laughs> days.
2: <Florandays. Florandays>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hollandworth, uh, I think is a good one, but uh, but that, that one that one could be with him with any of the Bannerworths yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, keep it flora specific.
2: I think Florin Day is is uh, is gonna be the one for me,
1: yeah, i I, I support
2: that, <laughs> yeah. so like Marshall's gonna hate that the Admiral is a Florin. He's gonna
1: absolutely hate that. And then what are we um we need a pet name for a uh, for Jack and a uh, Jack and the Admiral because Marshall's gonna hate that too,
2: oh yeah. oh, he's Jack Pringles, right? Yeah. yeah, I would just call Admiral Pringles. Admiral Pringles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just the names introduced in this chapter, both Pringles and Crinkles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, by the way, are we? What's uh Do you think the Admiral and Crinkles are gonna like hook it up? And what's that called?
1: I don't think so. I think that Crinkles will just like will just kind of admire them. At, you know, the admirable Admiral from afar. But I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. from distance, yeah. yeah.
0: I would fully expect the author to forget that Crinkles exists, yeah. except I said the same thing about Charles, and here he is with two <laughs> gay uncles, so, like, I don't even know anymore.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I am so excited to see these, this cast of characters get integrated. Oh,
1: I actually genuinely really enjoy the story. There's, Yeah. <laughs> like, it is terrible. It's
0: really picking up. Yeah, like,
1: don't get me wrong, it's bad, and yet there's a lot that interests me.
0: And yet now, now I genuinely care about characters and don't want to see Vernie eat them. Yeah.
2: I think I started out sort of like ironically being like, oh, I'm a Charles Holland stan, but like here I am for real. I am like actually a Hollandaise. <laughs> like- <laughs>
1: yeah, well, what's well, so good about Charles is that like so far, the main thing he has done is just happen to be in the right location to physically catch Flora when she falls over. And I just really, I, yeah. I just really appreciate a character who, is, like, his main trait is kind of indistinguishable from a nice piece of furniture. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Actually, both times he saved Flora has just kind of been, he was in the right place at exactly. the right time. Exactly. He's
1: just there. He's, like, her loyal armchair of a boyfriend. And I just, Aww. like, I'm not saying that he's a character from Beauty and the Beast, but he's kind of a character from Beauty and the Beast.
2: He's a little bit, yeah. He's kind, yeah, he's yeah.
0: He's just, like,
1: yeah, an anthropomorphic footstool, and I'm fond of him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, so what, what do we expect to find in the next chapter, which is the meeting of the lovers in the garden, an affecting scene, the sudden appearance of Sir Francis Varney. Well, okay, they didn't really leave much room for guesswork there, did they? Oh my goodness.
2: Oh, did they just tell me I was going to have an emotion? Because now I am dead set against yeah. it. I I will feel
1: nothing. <laughs> an affecting scene interrupted by a vampire.
2: <laughs> well, I think in the next I think in the next chapter, uh we're probably going to get a fight between Marchdale and the Admiral.
1: Yeah. If he makes it there in time, like there could just be, this scene could just be Florinda's.
2: That's true. We could just have a Florinda's, a Florinda's interlude.
1: Enter Varney. And then like conclusion, they're like screaming about Varney. And then it's like,
2: and off screen, we do know that Jack and the Admiral have in fact gotten a one bedroom together, right?
1: Oh yeah, that definitely happened. Yeah. They have a one bedroom. They have copious wine They have- okay, that actually- I wanted to loop back on that. He had a a quid, which I was under the impression was money, but yet he dumped it out the window?
2: Yeah, and also, money doesn't make the room moist. (laughs) So I am curious what the fuck- what the fuck that means.
1: What is the alternate definition of quid?
0: (laughs) Ken, please, do you know this? Okay, so my impression of that particular passage was that the wine had run through Jack's system and he was pissing out the window. (gasps) But- I don't think they would actually do that even in a penny dreadful in the 1840s. I don't think Jack is a peepee boy. Like I think that was happening in their world, but I don't think that was happening in their fiction. So I don't actually know.
1: <laughs> oh, Jack. He's just going to He's just going to crash in like a wrecking ball. <laughs>
0: He's he's got his seafaring manners, and he's trapped on land, and he doesn't know what to do, but he has his admiral. At least he's got that. Oh my god, well thank you so much for coming on, Tara, this is awesome. (laughs) Oh my god, I I
2: cannot believe my luck. (laughs) I'm so glad. Yeah,
1: I I was truly, it made my entire day, getting this invite to appear on my favorite fictional vampire podcast.
0: So where where can people catch up with you on the internet?
1: Oh God, um, I have nothing like actually productive like so many of your talented guests who you know write novels and <laughs> produce music and stuff. I have like a, a dumb Tumblr you can follow, I guess.
0: You have a Tumblr that we found for our uh, Goldfinch episodes, which was quite a boon, I must say.
1: That's true. I- I still don't understand how that <laughs> happened uh,
0: but, but i'll take it you might remember tara from the Goldfish.
1: <laughs> yeah uh that was me um yeah so really once again my nemesis donna tart is bringing me things that i did actually unfortunately enjoy
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> regretful um yeah so i am uh well and truly uh, w-e-l-l-n-t-r-u-l-y at tumblr.com hell yeah
2: and the finest nemesis, Donatara. The arts finest? He has
1: no idea, and I have not spoken about her in probably a year. Do you know what's funny though? That post, that post that you found, like it is my most consistent thing. Where like once a month, someone out of the blue will just like it, and I don't know where they're finding it or what they're doing or like what kind of legs this has. But just like one little like will pop up once a month. I'm like ah, still at it. <laughs>
2: That is that is my favorite kind of Tumblr post is the one where even you regularly forget that it happened, but it just keeps popping up. Just
1: popping, Oh yeah, that that was a weird summer.
2: I just I got I got I got a notification on a post I made about a, a very brief review of the movie Mars Needs Moms, <laughs> and I truly can't understand how people are finding it. It was like seven years. <gasps> Holy ago. Holy moly! So I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, man.
0: <laughs>
1: Again, thank you so much for having me on.
0: Thank you for joining you us and one. I hope you'll join us again because this was a hurry. Oh, hell yeah.
1: I'm here any minute, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, thank you everyone for donating to our Patreon supporting the podcast and thank you in particular for listening.
2: That's right, you. Au revoir. Goodbye.